Hi, it's Emmanuel Judici here and welcome back to episode number 27. This is the podcast uh, Leading Your Change initiative and uh, today I'd like to talk about how to communicate to constant change. Not long ago I was reading an article about uh, by Forbes and it was published in November 2018 and it basically the article was about the biggest challenges, the 15 biggest challenges that you would face as a modern CEO. And what I found is one of those challenges is about uh, being able to communicate in a way that's consistent um, through constant change. Now, uh, this sparked sparked some thoughts for me, and specifically in the in the context of business change initiative, and communicate uh, and creating a communication and engagement strategy is particularly relevant to the to the to the initiative. Now, the reality of any uh, large-sized organizations and uh, multinational corporations or international organizations that operate across different countries is that there there will always be moving moving priorities. There always been uh, when you look at it operationally, not strategically. Obviously, you have strategic vision that gets set, and then the entire business mobilized to work towards those visions. But then those visions actually get operationalized through strategy. They actually become programs of they become programs of change and within each program you have a set of projects that introduce change individually now at that level priorities can change and they will change based on what business needs or best on the decision that any strategic leaders uh, make for on behalf of the organization um, so um, so this, um, from my direct observation and experience, but also it really goes alongside the, the article and the findings from, from the article is that it is a real challenge. Uh, you might end up supporting, you might be a project team and you might end up supporting a project for 6, 7, 10, 12 months. And then actually the attention, all the resources get lifted up from that project and reallocated to a different project. That can be frustrating. Now, this is from a project point of view, from a change team point of view, but also from a business point of view, right? You have, once you once you set up a project, you're transforming an area of your business, you're changing it, you're introducing a change. And those, the impacted stakeholders, those impacted people in your business have been developing expectations, right? About what they expect to see from your business, what needs to happen, what doesn't need to happen, and what is their level of involvement. Whenever there's a project team, there's always a business that is involved at different stages. You have business representatives. At the initial and development kind of design stage of a project, of our initiative, the, the involvement by the business can be quite limited. However, the expectation has already still still been set, and these individuals will have conversation with the team members. So the expectations over time they build up, and um, if you do not break business, if you do break your business your business expectation, you don't maintain your promises. Actually, that can have a very direct impact on uh, your credibility as a as a business sponsor and as an initiative. So how do you go about in tackling that then? So one of the things that, the first thing that I really want to talk about in terms of what you shouldn't do, I believe, is that, it, first of all, ignore it. You don't want to ignore a big change. If you've had a lot of um, you know, initial conversation about a specific project, an initiative, one of the things you must not do is, and, and the, the priorities get changed, is avoid to let everyone know, like pretend nothing has happened. Right? And suddenly the person will stop hearing from you for anyone from the project team. The you actually by doing so you actually break in trust. Because there were some agreements, these people have attended meetings and workshops and they have the right and and the, to be informed, to be kept up to date. 
Some people do that. Obviously, these are not good news to be communicated out. But I think this falls within the realm of leadership or at least leadership behavior. About the project team takes responsibility to arrange a conversation, a follow-up conversation, where you know the new circumstances have to be committed, communicated in a way that's clear and transparent. You want to give the people uh, the ability to you know, absorb the information, the rationale behind it. And most people um, are very reasonable once you're clear and upfront about your communications. Now, there's different ways of doing that, you know, kind of one, but usually what works when, when are bad, bad news or negative news or things change, you know, a face-to-face interaction is far more effective than an email shootout. An email, uh, an email uh, a bulletin or a message through a kind of an indirect source or channel, it really almost detaches yourself from the message and you, uh, as it is as if the business is not taking accountability for the changes. That, that deteriorates trust. And by the way, there is, if that initiative is replaced by the new initiative, what do you think they're going to, you know, the business impacted area? Do you think they're going to endorse it, support it? No, the trust is already deteriorated. Credibility is low. And it's going to be very difficult to actually, you know, for them to have a full uh, endorsement of your change going forward. So I think that's one of the things that one must not do. The second thing that one actually can do is... Um, that, um, one of the things I'm, I'm a huge supporter of that and a change management profession can uh, really endorses this view and these approaches really leverages an, an internal change network and a change, an internal change network actually has multiple benefits and one of them is you do not rely on indirect conversations you don't rely on centralized email shutouts or bulletins where you know you're just letting people know what's happening. When you have a change network, you have people that they are they occupy they occupy positions in your business, and they have both the project view because that's what you're sharing with them, but they also they have they can temperature check, temperature check temperature check what is actually happening daily operationally in your business. So they have this kind of. Uh, double view that it's absolutely important it's priceless for your project or initiative and alongside that they might also have the technical expertise and understanding what the business impact on the changes by not uh, going further with this project these resources are really absolutely fundamental but oftentimes they get allocated without their own knowledge and they have they get invited to a project to a meeting and they don't even know why they're there so lack of clarity around what is expected of them or what possibly you know had a conversation with them to have them embarked or agree at least to support initiative in the first place right so um I'm just going to take you a, st- a step further from that because these change champions or these change network, if you will, they oftentimes are selected very randomly. But actually, what works uh, best in in circumstances when there is a lot of change happening, you also want to uh, select and identify change champions in a business that are already very, very um influential they're well respected they've been with the business for years the people they are networkers they they kind of internal networks they actually you know they know a lot of people they reach out to them and these individuals actually what the the, the, the biggest opportunity for you to engage with your business because they are your ears but also they are your supporters and they have also the opportunities if the change networks is managed and led well they they have the opportunity to really bring a uh, an element of challenge back to you through obviously polite and supportive conversation but they can they can already identify what challenges you will face if you allow them to speak up 
So these resources, these experts, these business professionals that are already within your business are the greatest way, I believe, to actually manage the change and manage the change in priorities and the way things are communicated. Oftentimes, organizations do not pay enough attention to the business resources that are already present in there, in the way they select them, in the, la- in the way they communicate with them, in the way they, they converse with them, how the relationship actually gets um, maintained over time. Remember, sometimes they get spoken to every two months and clear expectations and clear. There is no jobs back. There is no uh, clarity over what it is that they needed to be done. And hence, they kind of, they, they're not supporting, they've been left on their own and they're not supporting, they're not given the opportunity to support the initiatives. I really want to highlight that these are highly motivated individuals that volunteer their own time to um, to go well above and beyond their the business as usual, their normal operational responsibilities to support your projects. So um, I believe that, yes, it is important. When you when you look at having this, um, this large progress and change rolled out, these are absolutely essential resources that you want to leverage and really coordinate it with them and show that they are supported. They're also rewarded for the effort they're doing. And these are the people that will actually um, ensure that your, your, your project, your organization, and your, your initiative actually succeeds, whatever success might look like from your point of view. Called out the reasons for success, and most leaders look at developing a technology that's fit for purpose, making sure it's delivered on time and on budget, and the business is, is actually on board, element number three. And having an effective engagement strategy whereby you leverage a change network that is very close to the initiative, believes in it, and you nurture the relationship with them, I think is one of the key essential elements to ensuring that you actually achieve the third element of, of, uh, of your objectives, which is basically having your business on board. And you will find out that once these people are on board, you can complement that effort by sending an email the Sandy Light email showed out that where people say, you know, from now on, we're going to fall. We're going to start focusing on a different area of the business. We are talking about human beings and organizational change is really about people's changes, their behavior. And these are human beings and relationships do matter. And uh, you can't treat a relationship as if a, a, a piece of technology that either works or doesn't. It's not binary, right? We, we oftentimes have this kind of bias in talking to people as if they were, um, you know, robotics. You switch it on and off. And then if, it, if we're not pursuing this initiative, we're not talking to you any longer. That damages credibility, that damages your relationship, that ultimately can damage your ability to realize the value of your, cho- your project or initiative.